You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning. Uppy, uppy, uppy. I don't know what this shirt's supposed to be doing. Good morning. I have decided that today is my new year, and I would like to start this year over again. So welcome to my celebration of Happy New Year, because I'm done. I'm done now. Good morning, good morning. Is this right? Did I flip the camera? I feel like, hold on, did I do something wrong? Hmm, does that look right? That's it. I was wondering why it looked weird. Okay, all is great with the world. All right, good morning, Sally. Sally Sawyer, that's a new name, welcome. Haven't seen you here before. Nancy, good morning, good morning. It has been uh, a crazy few 24 hours. Um, I first want to start by thanking Diana and Dean for filling in on Tipsy Tuesday last night. They did a great job. Um, Thank you, Renee. Today I've decided to do my hair and look like a person. Um, good morning, Eileen. Uh, yesterday wasn't great. Let's unpack it. First, let's give Lulu her medicine. Good morning, Melanie. Haven't seen you in a, in a bit, mostly because I've been missing. Come here, Lou. Uh, thanks, John. Good to see everybody. I'm randomly feeling better. We'll see how long that lasts. Come here. Come here. Oh, she got to take her medicine. So, um, catching you live on the, left, on the West Coast. Very good. Purposely came on 15 minutes late so you could catch me. Uh, Wendy, what's up? Um, so, let's talk about it yesterday. Let's talk about it. I just want to say <clears throat> that in the month of February, I spent entirely too much time at a hospital or ER or urgent care or my bed. And when I was at the hospital yesterday, I said to myself, is this the last day of February? Thank you, Bobby. Is this the last day of this horrible month? And they said, yes. And I said, and tomorrow's the first. And they said, yes. And I said, and tomorrow, I will celebrate a new year. That was like a starter year and I didn't like it. And I am going to leave that year. I got a new phone. Oh yeah, yeah, Tammy, Tammy, let me tell you about the phone too. Real busy, real busy. Uh-huh, Shakendra, been through some stuff. So let's unpack the phone first. Okay, let's do it in chronological order it's all a blur. Saturday, let's talk about the phone. Saturday I go to Verizon. I say, now Verizon got this thing, which isn't horrible, but you go into Verizon now and um, they'll say, what's your name and your number? And then they look you up and then they say, you're third in line. And I go, okay, but how long is that? About third in line. That's not a time. Um, so, uh, I said, 
okay, well, will you text me uh, when you're ready, since you don't know the time, you have my number. And he said, oh, well, we will, but if you're not here, we would move on to the next person. I go, well, that, how much of a time frame do I have to answer said text? Cause I'm just going to that DFW across the street. He's like, ma'am, I'm just saying, if you don't, if you're not here when the text goes off, then we would move to the next person in line. I go, I feel like, uh, there's gotta be like a window. He's like, it's a very small window. I go, you could see DSD. I'll wave to you from the window that I got it. And then I'll walk over here. He did not seem impressed with whatever. Fine. So I go do that. I don't end up buying anything because I am not good at shoes. And Chris yells at me when I buy ugly ones. So now every time I buy a shoe, I have to line up the ones I like at the DSW, take a picture, send it to Chris. And then she basically says, you're ugly. Get out of that store, go to Verizon before you lose your spot in line, stuff like that. So anyway, I go back and he says, uh, and they're always like real official. They got their little clipboards like so. Seems to be a problem. This piece crap. She's crap. He's like, exactly what's, what's wrong with it? No sound. He's like, you're sure? Yeah. Yep, for sure. Is that it? So that feels like a big part of what a phone would do. He's like, okay, any other? I go, all right, sure. All of my emoji pictures are gone missing. Nobody has a face anymore in my phone. And if I try to do a group text where you add somebody, the whole thing just shuts, it just freezes. Yada, yada. <clears throat> That's what you miss here. Uh, he says, all right, well, uh, let me take a look at the phone. You can look at it. He goes, hmm, you know what it is? You didn't update your phone. I said, what? You didn't update your phone. I don't, okay. Well, okay, what a lot of people don't understand. Oh, I understand. I bought a very expensive phone. That I understand. And... I have insurance on it. Also understand. So I need you to understand is you need to give me, Missy, another phone. He goes, we're not going to be able to do that. What? Well, it, this is more of a software issue. Um, you, need to t you need to go home, <laughs> download the update. Mm -hmm. Girl, you always have to be up to date. And it'll probably work. I go, well, and I think that they do this on purpose. Verizon, I don't know how they do it, but they shut off the internet in their store and every store around it. They block it. I think it's because so you can't update your phone while you're staying there going, it still don't work. I said, so you have me standing here for an hour for you to be like, go home and update your phone. So I'm twisted. Fine. I go home. I update the phone. Dean and I go to see Luke in his play. Wonderful. He was mansplaining for sure. Fine. At some point, the next day, well, I have to go home because there's no internet there, Mary, and you can't, you can't do an update without Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi. 
and they know that, and that's why they shut it down. So they want you to leave. They don't want to deal with you. So they're just like, shut it down, so this video, like that. And I'm sure that's how they sound. Anyway, so I updated that that night. Guess what? Didn't work. So Sunday morning, I get up. And uh, maybe it was Monday, I don't know. And I go back to said store, and I was ready. I was like, it's a, I'm going to get there at like 11.15. They're going to be open, have to be. And then I'm going to, I get there. Store's closed. Closed. It was a Monday. It was Monday. Store's closed. I said, who's going to close this? It's Monday at 11.15. What? Hey, Twyla. What? How are you closed? It said we're temporarily closed. I was like, how temporary? So I went shopping. Fine. I got this shirt. So I got a shirt out of it that I had to pay for. Anyway, I was like, fine. Let me make my way to the other Verizon store, which is now seemingly basically on the other side of the world. I go in that store. Man, what's your new phone number? I go, okay. All right, we already, okay. Dean Blizzard, it's not working. Now, I already did the thing mm -hmm, where I updated it. So here it is, and I have insurance, and I would like for you to give me a new phone. He goes like this. I can feel myself get mad. Mm -hmm. He goes, hmm. I said, let's, let's, hmm. I said, I have insurance, right? He goes, I go, okay, yeah, all right, cool. So let me talk to my manager. I go, I'm gonna talk to your manager. I'm gonna tell you something. There are five phones, maybe six phones on our plan. None of them have insurance on them. You know what I say? I say, kids, here's my old janky phone. Good luck to you. If you break it or lose it, it's your phone. Go buy another one. I'm not putting insurance on your irresponsibility. I'm a very responsible person sometimes. So I always get insurance because mine's always the new phone and then I pass down. Fine. He comes back. And it's like a car dealership. Have you been to like a Verizon or an AT&T? There's always a manager in a glass booth somewhere in the back that never comes out but they just look at you while they write stuff down like this. But from behind the glass. He comes back and goes, all right. So I talk to my manager. I don't know why you're talking to him. Does he hold my insurance policy? Is it him in particular that has, decides whether or not I have insurance on my phone? No, ma'am. Here's what we think. Okay. You said you updated the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I updated the phone. Okay. So what we think, based on what you've told us, that we think it's a software issue. We don't think that it's a phone issue. I said, well, here's the phone. And I bought it from you. And then I bought insurance from you. And then it's broken. So why would I go to Apple. He's like, it is an Apple phone. Are you gonna, 
You're going to mansplain what kind of fun this is. He says, ma'am, it's just, you know, a procedure that we have. Um, you know, it shouldn't take long. You would just head over to a local Apple store. Yeah, the great and powerful Oz in the booth. Mm -hmm. You're going to just take it down to any Apple store that's crowded and you need an appointment for and uh, explain to them a problem that you didn't even buy it there and that you did do the update, which would have come from them, but you think the update's broken. No. No. Right, so let, me, let me explain to you. <clears throat> now, on Monday, I sound a lot more nasally, and I was like still like hacking up, right? I said, let me, <clears throat> let me explain something, okay? This will be my third attempt at coming to a Verizon store and getting this here fixed. He says, I understand that, ma'am, and I, that's got to be very frustrating, but we really do feel like, as a first line of defense, that it's probably best for you to leave, basically leave our store, never come back, go to a different store, and argue with them. I mean, that's basically what he said. I said, hmm, I see where you're going. He says, I, I, you know, just a couple extra steps just to make sure we're doing it in the correct order. I go, I... I think we are doing it in a great order right here. I came here, I updated the phone, I went to a closed store, then I bought this sweater, and then I came here, and now you're gonna fix it. So here's what we're gonna do. I need for you to go get me a new one of these. He said, so, so you're saying you would prefer, of the two plans that I gave you, you would prefer to just get the phone replaced. I go, that feels right. So now I heard two separate things, right? From Chris was like, you know, the phone that they replace it with is gonna be a refurbished phone. I was like, what? She's like, mm-hmm. They're not gonna give you a new phone. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about it. So then, so then, she says, now, if you want the new phone, you can pay the $150 and they'll give you the new phone instead of paying the $1,000 and getting a new phone. I go, why would I have to pay $150 to get the new phone when I bought the insurance for what I thought was a new phone? She goes, it's not. So I said to the guy, I go, listen, how's this going to go down? He goes, well, here's what's going to happen. They're going to send you a new phone. I said, they're going to send me a new phone. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And then... You're going, when you get the phone, you're going to, you know, transfer everything over to the new phone, send back the repaired phone, the broken phone, and then they'll decide whether they can fix it or if that you can keep the phone. I go, what do you mean they're going to, I'm going to transfer to a new phone. You're going to send this back, fix it, and send it back to me? Nothing. It was the whole thing. And I said, well, I'm just, I said, I just, I want to know when I'm getting the phone. He goes, you'll get the phone tomorrow night in the mail. It'll be one day tomorrow night. And I said, great. Um, and I'm going to keep the phone. He goes, it's, I mean, nobody knows. I go, mm, okay. Uh, whatever. So that's what we did. It came in last night. We're on it now. It's refurbished. It looks exactly like my old phone. I don't even care. As long as it's worth, it's worth. I know. I never get the insurance. And 
this phone only had a one year manufacturer's warranty on it. Now, I listen, I need updated phones because we do this, right? But I don't replace them every year. It's so stupid. Like, I'll just wait until it breaks or, you know, the kids or one of the kids are like, my phone, my Barbie phone doesn't work anymore. And then I have to pass it down. So it's not often. Maybe every, if I could go five years, I'll go five years. That's a long time in camera time. Anyway, so that's where we are. Anyway, yesterday, let's talk about it. I would have taken my business to another career. Listen, you're not wrong, but... I hate cell phone companies, and I have to say Verizon's probably the most reliable, in my opinion. I'm sure everybody got some bad experiences, but don't let me even stand next to somebody that has AT&T, because I'll just laugh at them. Mm -hmm. So uh, it makes me, I never pay for the insurance, not worth it. Well, Jenny, it was worth it in this instance, because if it had broken and it was, it was out, then I'd have to buy a whole new one. I only put it on my phone. It's probably a waste of time, but. Today it worked out. Okay, here we go. Hello, stranger. Stop it. So, um, yesterday, let's talk about it. Just briefly, because I don't like to harp on it. Here's, here's my New Year's resolution. Are you ready? No matter what happens to my body, I'm never going to an urgent care or hospital again. New Year's resolution. Um, yesterday I woke up around 5.30, with like a stabbing pain in my stomach. Stabbing. Now, listen, sometimes my stomach hurts. I got the gluten thing going on. Fine. So I get up, I have some ginger ale. I'm like waiting to like burp a little, like something. Maybe I ate something. I wasn't even eating that much. And I was just like, this is weird. Now, norovirus, if you remember, was the second week of February. Other virus was the third or fourth week of February somewhere in the middle with a kidney stone, and now whatever was going on with my stomach. So I'm, I'm cycling through things like, maybe, it was, maybe it's this. Maybe it's not a kidney stone because it's right here. I know what a kidney stone. I'm like a professional kidney stoner, if that is a word. Fine. So I'm all around the house, and it's getting close to 8 o'clock. And from 5.30 to 8, I took a shower, I'm trying to do my hair, can't even stand up. Can't even stand up. I was just like, what is happening? Like a kidney stone, but just in my stomach. I was like, this isn't good. So then I canceled you guys and I'm laying in bed and I was just like, I do not feel well at all. I can't even. So I was like, I really, I really don't, wanting to go to the hospital again, but honestly, I couldn't stand up. I was, I was like, I'm going to throw up. So I don't go back to the, the last hospital I went to, which was basically a dumpster behind somebody's house. So I go to the good hospital around here, which is Cooper. And um, it's perplexing. On the way, I diagnosed myself, obviously. Um, I'm going to eat this popcorn from last night. Um, I diagnosed myself with, I'm a professional stoner, I should. Um, it's either an appendicitis or pancreatitis. Right here. So I call 
Stephanie. She just had her appendix out last year. And I remember her saying that it's real weird that when you have an appendicitis, sometimes the pain radiates to the middle or to your shoulder for some reason. Or maybe it's the shoulder after the surgery. I don't know, but Stephanie had this weird thing where her shoulder was killing her. I think that was post-op. Anyway, so I call her. I was like, stop. I don't feel good at all. So we get to the hospital and pushing on everything. Everything's tender. Everything in the center. And they say that if you get appendicitis, a lot of the times you'll get a stabbing pain right by your navel. I was like, if I knew what a navel was, at first I was like, this, no. I mean, I was high, not really high on pain. I didn't make any sense. I told you I'd burn a pot the, the day before. I'm not right. Shoulder is post-op. Okay. But apparently you can have pain in your lower right quadrant or you can have excruciating pain by your stomach, by your navel. So they come in, they're palpating, hurts everywhere. Didn't eat all day. I was like, and then they were like, no, you can't eat. Because if this is appendicitis, we got to take it out. So <clears throat> you can't eat. We don't know what we're dealing with. I said, I need for you to get this pain to stop. Mm -hmm. Diverticulitis, diverticulosis. The guy next to me had that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, there was no fever. So that won't be infection. Blood works clear. Now we're going to do a CAT scan. Fine. So, I used to be allergic to like iodine or something. They were like, <sighs> um, we can't pay it. No. And that's what Stephanie said. Stephanie said, if it was appendicitis, you wouldn't be able to fart. That's a random fact. She goes, but you won't. I said, but I did go to the bathroom, but I don't know. Okay. Get there. Horrible pain. So they said, we have to do this prep. Now you, you got to get steroids and Benadryl before you even do the CAT scan. It's going to take four hours. So now we're sitting there. I go, listen, I'll sit anywhere you want for four hours if you can get this pain to stop. So then they give me Dilaudid two or three times, <laughs> which was so crazy because he was like, Dina, I know you said you have a history with kidney stones. Do you know morphine? Dilaudid or like Oxy, which one works best for you? Now, listen, I'm not a druggie. I have limited experience, but for whatever reason, during the month of February, 2023, I'm like, yeah, doc, let me tell you how it goes down. Okay. Morphine real good at the beginning, then kind of wears off. Didn't really like, it. I give them a hole because I've been on everything. I've been on everything. Now I said, I do fairly well on Dilaudid. Okay, everybody's like, let's do that. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm going, am I even sick? Maybe I'm drug seeking. Maybe, 
maybe I just wanted a hit of Dilaudid. I don't, it was so weird. I was like, I don't think I wanted Dilaudid today. I think I'm in horrible pain. The weirdest, the weirdest thing. If you've never been on Dilaudid, it's so weird because, yeah, Renee, and it didn't work right away. When they put it in the line, you can feel it go into all over your veins. It, it travels. You can feel it. It's like you're in a sci-fi movie and then all of a sudden you're in the vein and you're traveling through like the dilaudid and you can see it. You can see it on dilaudid in your body. I don't know. So it goes throughout my body and then makes me incredibly nauseous right away because I was already nauseous and that made it worse. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy when all of a sudden people started listening. I was like, I don't know that I'm making any sense. And we're like, dilated, okay. We did that for a couple hours. So then it's time for the CAT scan. And they said, all right, we're sending you down. I go down and they prep you, right? So if you're not sure, I was like, no, not Zofran, because I can't have that one because I want another medicine. Look at you, all the words, Viola. Are you still on the drug right now? No, no. I would like to not be on Dilaudid. I would like a life where there's no Dilaudid. So we get down there and a CAT scan, it's not the MRI, the long tube. It's like a donut. And you just have to sit still. Fine. So I was really out of it by the time I got down there. I must have looked crazy. She was being real nice to me. She's like, now listen, just don't move. We're going to take a couple first pictures and then we're going to set it up. But when you hear it say, the water is going to be released now, the water is going to go in. That's when we're going to start taking the important pictures. So don't move. And I said, okay. She goes, now, just to give you a warning, when the water is released, you'll feel like a, maybe like a tingling sensation in your arm. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I had a bunch of stuff in my arm. She goes, now, when the contrast goes in, that's going to feel a little different. And I was like, okay. It's going to feel like you peed your pants. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's going to happen is you're going to feel it go in <clears throat> when they're so nice to me, Missy. She goes, you're going to feel it go in, um, but then you're mostly going to feel it in your groin. And I go, are you sure this is the casket? Uh, what? She goes, yeah. It's going to all, <laughs> it's all going to join forces from your arm within nine seconds right to your vagina. Do you, is there a take home version of this for other? No, okay, let's focus. What? She was like, mm-hmm, yeah. So you do, you're not peeing your pants, but it's gonna feel like you pee your pants. And then you're like, who? What? What part of God's miraculous plan while making man and woman was he like now? You see this vein right here? Yeah. When you put stuff in here, Shortcut right to your vagina. What? From here? Yeah. Like shoots and ladders. Just goes right to your vagina. What? Shouldn't it go through your heart? Mm-mm, skips the heart. Maybe like to your 
head? Mm-mm. No, just it's the vagina. Right, the vagina. Okay. Will it be pleasurable? Mm, mostly be your pants. Yeah. But that's how it works. Through the vagina. Okay. So we did that. Uh, I didn't pee my pants. Um, finished up. And then she's helping me out. She goes, how do you feel? I go, I think I feel okay. She goes, are you a little dizzy? I said, uh, maybe a little, because I was laying down. She goes, or do you feel like you're going to throw up? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Give me a minute. And she goes, no, you would already be throwing up if you had a bad reaction. You'd already be throwing up. I go, well, do you think you could have given me a little bit of notice on that? Maybe before. I go, you seem to be releasing information at a very specific time that is not that helpful. If I was going to massively throw up after this, I would have liked to have known that before it was in my vagina. That's what she said. So... Anyway, waited around. Then I start feeling better, right? Of course, I got my vagina medicine. I'm not throwing up on anybody, feeling fine. I'm like, of course. So then I was like, do you mind if I go for a walk? I thought maybe, maybe I just have the farts. It just seemed real intense for a fart. So I was like, let me start walking. I go, listen, <clears throat> do you mind if I just walk around? Maybe check out the cafeteria. I know I'm not allowed to eat, but I'm just, I need to walk. No. You can walk around here, but you can't leave this floor. Uh, yeah, it's protocol. Well, I would think that if somebody could walk out of a yard, that would be a good thing. Yeah, but sometimes people don't come back. I go, oh, listen, I'm coming back. You have dilated and that weird vagina medicine. I'm coming back. Trust me. I'm not leaving if I still feel sick. She's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. And then I was in prison. In a weird, weird hospital prison. And then they start prepping you. They were like, listen, if it's appendix... Obviously, we're going to bring the surgical team down, talk to them, put together a plan. If it's not the appendix, then obviously we'd have to talk about that. <laughs> Those seem like two very different choices. Are we thinking it's not? And he says, we don't know. Let's not, let's not make a lot of assumptions. Let's wait for it to come back. Oh, all right, but I feel like you're saying it's not the appendix. In which case... I have no idea what just happened today. I go, listen, I have a very high pain threshold when it, I've had a lot of kidney stones and I don't even come here unless I pass out and smash my face into the floor. Normally, I just suffer at home with some oxy. So like I'm not, this wasn't a little bit, this wasn't a fart. I'm just letting you know, I said fart a lot. An hour goes by. Comes back, everything's clear. Of course it is. Of course it is. And I said, okay, so it's not my appendix. He goes, well, appendixes are funny. You could have zero symptoms and still have appendicitis. You could have a clean CAT scan, 
still have a fever and that's your appendix. So we have to kind of take a whole bunch of stuff into account. I said, okay. He goes, but think about it like this. Um, if it was like the, a virus, I go, I had that last week. He goes, well, if you came on the first day of the virus, I probably wouldn't know you had a virus. <clears throat> but if you come on the fourth day, then we would be like, yes, this is a virus. So can you come back? I go, oh, I'll be back. Yeah, if this starts again, I'll be back. But you would have thought that with all that pain, if it was the gases, my butt would have exploded. It didn't. Nothing came out. Some, just some weird voodoo. Found out his appendix was bad during his colonoscopy. Did they just take it? Can they just take it out during the colonoscopy? Like a vacuum. I don't know why I made that sound. Wasn't attractive or necessary, but whatever. So moral of the story. Uh, nothing's wrong with me. I don't think that's the moral. I think the moral is, he was like, let's just see. Let's just. And then he goes, let me bring you some food. He goes, if you're, he goes, are you in pain anymore? I said, no. He said, um, can you eat food? I go, I don't know. I haven't eaten anything all day. He goes, let me get you some applesauce and, um, and let's see how you do. And I said, okay, sure. He brings me applesauce and apple juice. Tasted nothing like apples. And then I was like, did I lose my sense of taste? Like, all yesterday, like nothing tasted right. It's so weird. And I was like, I didn't have COVID. I had a COVID negative that wasn't COVID, but my, my taste buds are off. Everything tastes like, everything tastes like dirty paper. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I'm done. That was my long story, Marie, to say I'm done. I don't think the event can be pulled out of your colonoscopy. <laughs> Listen, I just like to get stuff. As long as you're up there, just take it. I don't. I'm just done. I can't. Mm-hmm. Are you still on antibiotics? Nope. I was never on antibiotics. They won't give you an antibiotic unless it's bacterial. Won't do it. I don't know if it is an ovarian cyst, but you would imagine that they would have seen that on the CAT scan. I don't know. Do they see ulcers on CAT? I don't know. He was like, listen, the only thing we found is a cyst on your left, left kidney, which I know, and a couple of, uh, couple of kidney stones. Applesauce and apple juice didn't make you far. Uh-oh. It's stuck up here. Too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen, listen. And then what happened? Dirty paper mess. Then what happened is at the hospital, all this stuff is happening. And then I was like, how do you know what dirty paper tastes like? They don't ask me what I do in my private time. But the point is, is that by the time I got through all this, I was like, I feel great. I don't even feel anything from the virus anymore. Done. Passed it. I'm onto the new thing. So that's what yesterday was. So the new year, let's turn the calendar page. Yes, it is. Happy New Year, March 1st. Oh, it looks like my mom did it. And then yesterday I came home. 
So Di had come here yesterday to like check on the dogs. And uh, I came home, she had put all of Valentine's away and now it's St. Patty's Day. I am, I'm seriously gonna hire out a service of old people where they come with like little bins of decorations and with each holiday, it, it, it'd be like a cleaning service, but they don't clean anything. They just put out pretty little decorations, little leprechauns, and they take Valentine's down, and then they put St. Patty's Day up. But it's all in a little bucket. And, then, and, then, and they keep them at their house, so you don't have to store your holiday stuff. Like, it'll just show up. Old, old people, old ladies would come in, and they would decorate, and then that's it. March is the best picture in the calendar. That's when I fell in love with Wendy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, Happy New Year to me. I've decided I'm only going to be healthy now. Happy 40th birthday. I do deserve a break, Kate. And now that February's over, I'm looking forward. And she found my dad. That's right. She found my dad's picture was downstairs. I knew it was somewhere safe. But he's back on the fireplace. All is well. The world is starting to balance back out. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So we'll see. The saga continues. Um, and we'll see what happens. All right, so I know we don't have a lot of time, but I want to show you my one article because it's super creepy. Are you ready? Um, so... While I was in bed over the weekend, I'm getting better last week, I found this article um, and I thought it was so crazy. Are you ready? How many people, raise your hand if you told people about Kung Fu nuns. I'm going to be honest, doing one article a day has made it so that all of us are smarter that was a New York Times article. You guys, look at us. Super smart. This one is not a New York Times article. It's ABC, so it's still a good. Uh, hold on. This isn't right. That's a video. All right, here we go. All right, so this article is New York Post. Here we go. A Chinese tech inventor. This is from Tech News, you guys. I like to bounce around from like world news to tech and industry. Okay. Um, a Chinese tech inventor who has rolled out a new kissing device that allows monogamous lovers separated by long distance to virtually smooch using silicone lips has the internet users divided as many panned the weird contraption as downright creepy. What did you say, Dina? So there is a, like a, a little machine and you slide, you slide your, you slide your phone into the machine. Uh-huh. So you can see the person FaceTiming did you talk about last night on Tuesday? And then there's lips here. Was it on the Big Bang Theory? No. And then there's lips here. And so I guess you can see the person. Uh-huh. 
while you make out with them. And then the lips will follow the lips of the person that you're kissing based on what it sees here in the screen. And it'll also match the um, temperature, the heat. Uh-huh. Designed to stimulate pressure, movement, and the heat of a lover's lips using sensors. What? It is activated through an app. Sells for $38. Chinese buyers who shop on this e-commerce platform were buying them at a rate of 100 per month. Three day. Three people in the world every day for a month that were like, yeah, seems right. Uh, he designed the device so that it can operate only with the consent of both parties. How would you, how would you do it otherwise? It also activates when paired up with one sender and one receiver at a time. So users can't send unwanted kisses to those who are not receptive. A digital kissing booth. Yes. Mm-mm. It's super creepy. Uh, he's the guy who invented it, invented it because he had a girlfriend who he was dating long distance. And um, he said maybe having a long distance relationship isn't such a horrible idea. And somebody else said, I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So now you're dating, yeah, appliances, computers. I mean, super weird. But, I mean, the crazy thing is, A, he had the idea to make it. And then he was like, let's find a manufacturer. Like, he went all in. This thing's not cheap to make. I just can't, said Dottie. Just can't. Mm-mm. Big Bang had something a little bit different, but same idea. I can't even. Yeah, no. And people were complaining because there's no tongue. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're like, let's make this kissing machine weirder. Let's add tongue. Stop it. Stop it. <clears throat> so, yeah. Definitely a lot to see. Too creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that bot, the AI bot, what would he say about it? I know. Super weird. Super weird. So there you go. In case you were looking for something to... Mm-hmm. You can make out with your phone. Yes. But feasibly there'd be somebody on the other side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain the articles I present to you. I can only present them. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh, the memes. Oh, the memes. Big Bang had tongue. Oh, Doris, how do you remember that? 
I love that Doris is the one that brought that bit of information. Doris like, listen, I'm not getting this one. I'm getting the one from the Big Bang Theory head to toe. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen. Um, you did a great job today. Dean and Diana did a great job. Let is, uh, I could use this to kiss Jeremy. I don't feel like going upstairs. Duh. It's for the lazy lady who's like, ah, I'm not coming up right now. Mm-hmm. Be so funny. But if he's like, Missy, come on, it's time for bed. She's like, honey, pick up the lips. I'm going to stay down here. I'll kiss you goodnight. Mm-hmm. Don't sound like good sounds. Um, yeah. The French version is coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awkward breakups. Can I have my lips back? Because this isn't, yeah. Yeah, like I guess if you were in a long distance relationship and you wanted to kiss the person, you'd have to buy. Does it come in a set? It'd have to, right? Or you buy your own 38 dot be like, look, look, I bought mine. Where's yours? Like, I'm not into it. I go, but I already bought mine. $38. So you go buy yours. And you're like, I don't think I want to date anymore. No, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to just make out with this machine. How do you even, mm-mm. It's weird. Weird. I started to watch a little bit of Tipsy Tuesday last night. They did a great job. It's really funny to watch the two of them talk. Because I honestly don't know that either of them know what each other's talking about half the time. But it is very comical. So they did a great job. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to cut it short today at nine and um, continue to get better, stay out of the hospital, do all of the things. <clears throat> so I'll keep you posted, but we should be here tomorrow and um, and be able to do some... Fun things with no talk of hops hospitals, which would be lovely. Um, so thanks for watching, and um, and we will catch up with you guys tomorrow morning. Enjoy. Tonight is hump day. Let's get through it. If you can't think of anything to talk about, talk about nuns or these weird silicone lips. I mean, both of them are tremendously interesting. Uh, all right. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.